This is the Emerge and Expand podcast, episode number three. And in this episode, I'm going to walk you through how I plan out a month of content. Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Catherine McKenzie-Smith, and today I'm going to share with you my start to finish steps to creating content for your business each month. I'm probably going to mention throughout the episode a few different resources that I use personally. The first one is the content ecosystem, which you can check out if you're interested at thecontentecosystem.com. It's my full toolkit with Trello boards, templates and videos to walk you through this whole process from planning to creating and repurposing your content. I also have a free 30 day content planner that you can grab at thecontentecosystem.com slash 30, which is just three zero at the end. And these are two things that I use every single month. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through how I use these two tools to simplify and streamline my monthly content, because I know this is something loads of you find takes a lot of time and energy and can feel sometimes really unsustainable, especially with so many platforms and all the different things we're told we should be doing. It can feel like a lot. But I want to start this episode by first up saying that the world is not going to end if you don't post content. And I just want to start here because I really think that even though we're told consistency is key, especially with content, it's not really helpful, is it? In fact, I think it actually creates more pressure and can become a real block in getting stuff done. I don't know about you, but the more that I hear consistency is key, consistency is key, you won't be successful unless you're consistently showing up and creating content. I actually think there's a different way to think about this in terms of consistency. And what I think of it is, is consistently showing up for your business and the work that you're here to do. But that doesn't always mean being consistently visible. I'm going to talk about this in another episode, but I just want to mention it here because I know that that pressure can really not help and end up feeling so overwhelming. If you don't post for a month, it's just so much harder to get back into it. And this is something we've talked about a few times in Emerge and Expand in the membership that sometimes when you stop posting for a while, actually getting back into it can feel really hard. But the reality is that only we know how often or not often we're posting. Nobody else in the world is sitting around going, oh, where'd Catherine go? She hasn't posted for three days. And I always feel like thinking about it like this actually takes the pressure off because nobody cares as much as we do and nobody is paying as much attention as we maybe think they are. Also, there are a million things more important than consistency, like your mental health, your energy, your potency. And by that, I mean by just showing up and posting for the sake of it, just to throw some content out. It's not going to have the same impact and energy behind it as if you show up when it feels really good for you and you have the full essence of your energy, your passion and what you really feel called to share today. It's just not going to be the same if you're just busting stuff out or doing it because you feel like you have to. So if you're someone who can only create when the energy is there, roll with it, friend. It's going to have so much more impact and cut through the noise to connect with the right people when it comes from that place. And if that means it's once every now and again when it feels right for you, then that is so much more important than showing up and trying to create something and it feeling not aligned and not the words and the way that you want to share. Now, in saying all of that, I'm going to take a little step to the other side and also say that forming habits and showing up regularly and talking about your work in as many different ways that you can is going to do other things for you. So whilst I'm not saying you absolutely need to post this many times a day, this many times a week, whatever that might be, also thinking about the fact that the more that you show up, the different ways that you talk about your work 
and that you share what you feel passionate about and you talk about what you do and how you help and support people, the more you're going to be honing in your message and building your confidence and your skills and trusting that it's all building to something even on the days where it feels like you're shouting into the void. And I want to give you a little story about this before we get started into some of the nitty gritty parts, because I know it can sometimes feel like a slog creating content, especially because like those habits and those things that we have to do regularly, we have to keep doing them every single month or every single week. And sometimes it can feel like, what is the point of this? It's not directly necessarily leading to clients or income in my business, even though sometimes it will. And so I'm going to tell you a little story before we get started. Last week, one of my clients posted on Instagram a story about how she used to listen to podcasts while she was driving to her job that she hated. And she discovered a life coach who had a podcast. She didn't even know what life coaching was and was so inspired that she not only booked in a call with the host of the podcast, but then became a coach herself and it literally changed her life. Now, I was that coach and that story is probably six or seven years old, but the first time I heard it in its entirety was last week. And I'm not telling you the story to be like, oh, how great am I? But actually to remind you that we have no idea the impact that our work is having on other people. We don't know the ripple that it's having as it goes out into the world. And sometimes we have no way of knowing, but it is our responsibility to keep showing up and sharing anyway. And I hope that that story inspires you if you're out there creating content to go, you know what? I don't think anyone cares, but they might. And I'm going to keep showing up now because in seven or eight years, somebody might come back and tell you a story like that one. So with that being said, I know that I've said both sides of the story here that it doesn't matter, nobody cares, and you shouldn't worry too much if you're not consistently showing up on every single platform every single day of the week. You know, I know there's people on TikTok who have millions of followers and are posting four to 10 videos a day on TikTok. I could never. And then I'm turning around and telling you a story like this, that it is important that you show up for your work and that you put content out into the world. And it's because I don't operate in, either or I'm playing in the gray area and so will constantly be contradicting myself across this podcast to help you to see that there are so many aspects and things that we're not always thinking about and maybe we need to that it might feel like it's a lost cause but if you quit if you stop posting if you stop talking about your work you might have been one day one piece of content away from landing a new client or discovering something about yourself and your work that you otherwise wouldn't have. So now that I've said all of that, I'm going to walk you through my process. If you want to grab the planner, you can do so the content ecosystem.com slash 30. You can download that planner. It's free. And I'm going to walk you through aspects of it today so that you can maybe go back, try it out for yourself, see what you like, see if it helps you at all and start to develop your own system. What you'll find at the beginning of the planner is that there's a big section about actually going back to what your goals are, what your focus is, what your offers are and your big vision for the work that you do. And I always like to start with that no matter what I'm sharing, but definitely when it comes to content, because it can be so easy to start posting things just for the sake of it and not have strategy behind it. Now you can absolutely experiment, try things out, get to understand your audience and share your passions and things you're excited about. But some of your content at least needs to have thought behind it so that you're educating, you're supporting, you're helping your people who follow you and giving them a next step to take. 
So that's where we start. And in an Immersion Expand, we have the Soul CEO Day, which is basically carving out time throughout your month to check in with how last month went, review everything, see how things went and start to plan next month. And one part of that review is to start thinking about what's coming up. So when you sit down, you'll be able to do this from the planner and actually go, okay, what offer am I focusing on this month? What launches or events do I have coming up? What freebie or launch activity do I have? What events or dates are important and actually getting really clear on what those are first so that your content can be dedicated to leading people back to those key and important things you want them to know. And so you might find that intuitively you have times that you want to post things throughout the month that aren't related to your offers. And that's absolutely fine. In fact, I recommend that you do that. But having a bit of a framework to start with can really help to make sure that at least some of your content has a purpose, is bringing people on a journey and is inviting them to take the next step with you. So basically what I do is I will create this. I will plan this out every month, even if I don't end up sticking to it, even if you miss a day or whatever, it doesn't matter. You've got a plan so that when you sit down to create content, you can look at that plan and go, okay, this is what I'm doing today so that you are making the most of the time and the energy. So I'll basically open a Google Doc and have all of my content for the month already there, ready to go in terms of what am I actually needing to create across which platforms? This is going to look different for you than it might for me. Um, so it's really important that you just go in if you're creating weekly content in terms of bigger, longer form content. So you might be writing a blog post. Maybe you have a podcast. Maybe you are sending out a weekly newsletter. Whatever that is, I just literally go week one, week two, week three, week four. And I look at what's coming up and what can I create content around that is going to be relevant to an offer, a launch, a specific call to action. I'll also look at what are my content pillars in terms of what are the different topics that I talk about each month so that I make sure that I'm covering a range of different content. So I'm not just say talking about content all of the time, but I'm not just talking about energy all of the time. I want to showcase across the month, the different areas that I talk about, the different pillars of content that people can expect from me. I'll also look through my content library dashboard and see if I've created anything in the last six to 12 months that I could expand on in my longer form content. For example, this episode is directly linked to my free planner, but also I talked about this exact topic on YouTube earlier this year. I'll then go through my ideas dashboard. That is another tool that you get in the content ecosystem as well and see if there's anything from across my content pillars that I want to include. And I keep track of any questions or comments I get across the month because I get loads of great content ideas from your questions from comments and conversations that I have with people across the month. If you haven't started doing this, if you haven't got main topics or content pillars or categories that you talk about, there's a space in the planner to map that out. And I highly recommend even opening a notes app on your phone to keep track of the questions and the comments and conversations that you're having with people. And this goes for social media posts as well. So I'm talking about, I like to start with my pillar content and then repurpose that into my social media posts. But if you're not necessarily creating a weekly blog post or doing a podcast, or video and you're just focusing purely on maybe a newsletter or social media posts, you can still do this too. You don't want to just necessarily put out a week of content that is all related to one thing that you talk about and then next week talking about something else and people being confused because they're like, I thought you were a content person. Why are you talking about energy this week? It's really good to mix it up and make sure that you're talking about all the different things across the week that you talk about. So if someone just discovers you, they can get a pretty good snapshot view from your last nine 
nine posts on Instagram, for example. So once I've got my four to five ideas for the month, then I will jot down my social media and other content from there. I'll make a list of how many Instagram posts I want for the month, how many reels, how many newsletters, Facebook posts, etc. Then I go back through the four to five ideas of the pillar content and work out how many times I can repurpose that content across the month and the different platforms, which usually takes up about half the month's worth of content. So that might look like my podcast episode or video becoming also a blog post and my weekly newsletter. But then I also might create a real single post carousel for each for Instagram, which I'll then cross post to Facebook. I'll post on my stories. I'll share in my Facebook group and so on and so on. Then I'll go back to my content archive and see if there's any existing content that I can just repurpose to fill in some of the gaps. So literally if I posted something a year ago and it did really well, repost it, schedule it in to post again now. There are people that follow me now that didn't follow me back then. There are people who maybe didn't see it the first time. And there are people who will go, oh my gosh, this is so relevant to me right now. When last year it might not have been. We need to get so comfortable with actually sharing old content that still is relevant and useful to people and not worrying about reusing it. I'll also look to see if there's something that I can repurpose into another format. So what that might mean is having a post that did well last year that I can take the caption and turn into a carousel, a graphic image or something that can then be reshared and it's the same content, but it's just in a different format that is going to be seen by different people. Once I've fully mapped out all of the content, and I'm creating for the month. Then I go back over and group everything together so that I know how much I need to write, record, film, and what graphics need to be created or updated for the month. And then I just schedule in when I'm going to do that. Sometimes I'll do a whole heap in one go. Sometimes I will do it weekly. It really just depends what my schedule is like, what's going on for me. From there, I add it all to my monthly content board, which is another Trello board you get in the content ecosystem alongside the content archive and the ideas dashboard. And then it's just a case of actually creating it. And again, repurposing Purposing as much as I can from existing content or things I've created for my membership, my group program, or written elsewhere. Every month in my membership, there's new trainings, new content, new tools and resources that everyone gets access to. And I take little snippets of that to share on social media and create in my content. So not only am I using that as a way to showcase what people can expect when they come into the membership, but also it means that I've already created that content once and I can make more use of it by putting it into my free stuff and sharing it across my social media. Let me tell you, as someone who used to treat my content as disposable, the more and more that I've gotten into a habit of repurposing, reusing, making the most of what I create, the more ideas come for how that can be done better, how I can make even more use of it, how I can repurpose it further. And that is the feedback that I get the most when I share repurposing and reusing with people. This makes it so much easier to not feel like I'm having to create from scratch every single month. And trust me, I used to do this. I used to create almost daily blog posts and then have to think of content for a newsletter and then have to think of social media content. And it is so much easier to have one piece of content that you create that can then be repurposed and reused over and over again in lots of different ways. It expands your creativity in ways that you would not imagine because once you start thinking about creative ways that you can share your content and repurpose it and make the most of it and refresh it, the possibilities are endless for what you can do with it. And then at the end of the month, I move all of the content from that month into my archive board so that I've got it there ready to go if I need to repurpose and reuse it down the track. So that was a lot and it's hard via audio because you can't see the process. You can't see it actually happening. So let me just recap the whole thing again. At the start of the month, I work out my focus, my offer and any calls to action or important dates I need to refer to in my content. I sit down with just a pen and 
paper or a Google doc and I make a list of all the content I want to create across the month, across all the platforms, any guest posts, like literally everything goes into like a one page plan. So that might look like four videos, blog posts or podcast episodes. It might be three to four Instagram posts a week, a weekly email to my list. And then I've got some groups that I create content for as well. But I like to just jot it down and then I actually have a template that I just fill out each month to make it super easy. Then I plan my content to lead directly into my offer or focus for the month. So it might be a specific episode or post that's directing people to the offer or a launch activity or like a free workshop or some other resource or another piece of content that I've created. I go back through my old content, my ideas dashboard, my conversations and questions page. And I like to check and just fill in any other content that I might like to create for that month. Especially what I focus on is how can I make the most of the content in my paid offers that is not only making better use of that, taking little snippets so people can know what to expect. It's also helping me to talk about and share what's going on in my paid offers without having to be like salesy and pushy or anything like that, but just actually talking about it because that's where it came from. From there, I brainstorm how many different pieces of content I can create for my social media. So that's things like newsletters that direct people back to check something out, Instagram posts that have a call to action to download my freebie, group posts, Instagram stories, all of the different kinds of content that we're creating across the month. You maybe don't even realize how much you're actually creating until you start to do this. And then I go back through my content archive and pull out any old content that I can either repost as is or turn into something else. Once I've got a bit of a plan, then I decide what needs to be done, schedule in when it's going to be done. And as I'm creating it, adding it to my monthly content planner, scheduling it in to be posted. And at the end of the month, moving it to the content archive that I can check in with whenever I need to and start fresh for the new month. Now, you might not be creating as much content as that, or you might not want to go into that much detail in your planning, but it really helps to organize it, have a plan. And when you're in the creation zone, you're not wasting time trying to think about what needs to be done. You already know you've got your checklist. You don't have to waste energy trying to think what to do. You just follow your plan. You can outsource it to a VA or someone to do the graphics and the scheduling part. And more than anything, I recommend repurposing and reusing old content so that you can make the most of it. So there you have it. That's how I plan out a month of content. It usually takes me about 30 minutes to plan it out. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. If you have a way of keeping track of your old content and going back and revisiting it to make the most of it month in and month out, the more that content library grows, the less work you have to do every month. So it starts to get easier and easier. If you want to get access to all the templates and Trello boards that I use, they're all in the content ecosystem. And I walk you through it all and help you work out what content you want to create that's going to invite people to take the next step to work with you so that your content is doing that work for you. You can grab that at thecontentecosystem.com. I have just realized that the sales page is not currently live for that, but that link will take you to the order form. And if you want more info about what you actually get, or you have any questions before you grab it, head over to Instagram, send me a DM at miss underscore KMS and ask me questions because those questions will help me with ideas for content. So it's a win-win. 
To go back through these steps without having to listen again, you can grab the full transcript and recap at emergeandexpand.com slash podcast 003. And in the next episode, I've got another amazing interview in the Do Business Differently series. I can't wait to share it with you. So make sure that you subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform if you have been enjoying the podcast so far. And thank you so much to all the amazing feedback and support. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review on the platform that you're listening on. It really helps get the podcast out there and it would mean so much to me. That's it for this episode. I would love to hear from you if you you take anything from this plan and start to implement it, please let me know and I'll catch you in the next one.